Hello and welcome to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. You're listening to 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet, a podcast where three friends explore online communities of the weird and strange phenomena from the deepest depths of the internet. And everyone wanted to know which president was the true throat goat. And <laughs> okay, I do remember this. And they are all some sort of eldritch monsters of yore, right? <laughs> yes. She was also selling videos of her farting in the jar. I hate okay. this so much. I hate everything yeah. about this. Uh-huh, yeah. Captain, we've gone too far. Hello and welcome to another episode of 20,000 Leagues Under the Internet. My name is Harlan Spinks and I will be your captain this week. Joined with me as always are John Carr and Kyle Luck. Both very excited, it, it appears. Please keep, uh, your, please keep your tray tables stowed uh, in a, an upright position. Um, my name is John. I'm Kyle. Kyle. Do you want to do the safety portion where they have to pull the life raft out from under the seat? Yeah, for me, it's just like, yo, if we fucking hit the water, reach underneath you, you'll get the fucking big yellow tube thing, exits this way, mm-hmm. forward and back. That's that's the airline I want to be on. Just like super chill. Like, you guys have heard this before. You know where the life raft is. Come I just on. Wanna, Kyle, I just want to clarify, because you said big yellow tube. And what I'm imagining is <laughs> a sort of donut kind of pool floaty. Mm-hmm. It's kind that's of what probably- I'm... Is that what Spirit Airlines has? That uh, seems very like Spirit Airways. They're like the millennials of the airline industry. Spirit, yeah. come hang mm-hmm. out. Like we got fucking pool floaties for when we crash in the Atlantic Ocean. It's fine. <laughs> for, for when? Because <laughs> yeah, would... ha- it happens a lot with us. That's <laughs> yeah. just how chill we are. We're Spirit, man. God, I would love it if like uh, the you pull a floaty up from underneath your chair and it's like one of those big like swans like the like the yeah, yeah. you know what I'm talking they're about they're all different yeah every seat is a different animal shaped sort of pool can you imagine like, avocado maybe a pizza ah, sure, yeah. sure 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 can you imagine like the news coverage is like we just we're talking to the survivors from this crash and they're all hanging onto their floaties on the shore and, just, and like, they all this and they all have thing. they all have white claws. Unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our pilots, they're always buzzed. In fact, our co pilot on this flight just ate an edible. So <laughs> strap in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spirit Airlines, pa- brought to you in part by Jameson Irish Whiskey. <laughs> yeah, you enter the plane, you enter the fuselage, and they hand you a shot and a beer right when you step yeah. on the plane. And the, and the, they I'm keep, warming up to this, honestly. but They keep <laughs> nodding to you every every. Here you go. Yeah, sir. Man, everyone's just like nodding back. Like they know where they are. They're happy to be there. Yeah. They, they booked their flight intentionally. Why isn't there like a party airline? That seems like something that like rich people would be really into. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think there is, and we just Harland, don't know about it. I have oh, to yeah, be honest. True. Harland, I would really love for you to just think through what is, you just said. This is the worst shirt tank ever. That is the know. worst idea. <laughs> intoxicating people at 30,000 feet. I mean, people are, it happens anyways. It's already happening. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Why not like, like not encourage it necessarily, but just set the mood maybe a little bit better on an airplane. If you look underneath your seat, you will find a sweet fitted pair of roller skates. We are the chairs. Oh, push Jesus. them to the wall. We are roller push derby to tonight, wall. baby. I think we've roller just disco. like we've just created like a 1970s airline. Like where there is yeah, no was holds say, barred. Everyone's yeah, in, smoking. If, yeah, if you look in the ashtray next to you, you'll also <laughs> yeah. find your your uh, quaaludes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make sure to take those now so they kick in when the bis- disco ball drops. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is only an hour and 40 minute flight. You're going to want to pop those pills right now. We got to get going if we don't make this count, baby. <laughs> First class, you'll find a mortar and pestle so you can snort that shit. Yeah. It's like disco air. What, what We need like a, a decent yeah. name for this soul, right now. Soul Plane. I mean, there is a movie They're, about no, yeah, what we're that. talking yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, 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 it's Soul yeah. Plane. Boogie Sky. I don't know. Snoop There's something there. Mm-hmm. Um, does any, I have a catch of the week. Does anybody else have a catch of the week? I have a very short catch of the week I want to okay, lead cool. with just because it's actually nautically themed and, and aligned with the uh, title of the segment, which is catch of the week. This is catch of the week, and I rarely do these, and I don't know how to talk about them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm clearly right. stalling for time while I figure out how to transition into this story. Okay, guys, stop pressuring me. I'll talk about it. 
A Japanese YouTuber set up a webcam to monitor his fish in a fishbowl and used motion tracking software to see if the fish could play the game Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I saw this literally earlier today. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, So, Johnny, you had... You had me for so long. I was like, this guy set up a cam to watch his fish. That's awesome. You can just check in on them, make sure they're, they're good. They have all they need. I'm like, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. People, you know, click on to eagle cams all the time. I would click on to a, a fishbowl every now and again. That sounds pleasant yeah. as hell. What's well, kind of wild They're playing though. Pokemon? Yeah, they are. They're playing Pokemon, John. Here's the thing. I've seen other streams where something beyond a human is sorry beyond a human besides a human <laughs> a, f- a, fourth, something a fifth dimensional being inhuman from another world is playing pokemon <laughs> um but no i've seen other streams where it's like uh let's let's see if this community can beat pokemon together and it's like thousands of people in a twitch chat and if they type up down left or right like into the chat the system will the game will react so it's like thousands of people playing pokemon controlling the character collective gameplay (laughs) yeah yeah and they finally did beat the game i think after several months um but so this is not the first time i've seen something involving pokemon free time (laughs) (laughs) uh for me though uh this so so what this is is uh this guy had a set up a live stream that was going to track his fish whose movements would be tracked by a motion camera who would then uh the movements would cause movement in the game. So during a live stream, the game crashed without the YouTuber being present to fix the issue. The Mm -hmm. system continued registering inputs from the fish. Well, (laughs) the fish Mm. managed to register the correct sequence of inputs to add 500 yen to his, uh, his account from his credit card that was saved on the Nintendo switch and also exposed his credit card information to everyone watching. (laughs) This is a fucking hacker fish. Yeah, dude. <laughs> fucking fish. Uh, An- fish can- anarchist fish. <laughs> the fish continued to cause chaos for seven hours before the YouTuber was able to power down his switch and contact Nintendo for a refund of his 500 yen, which they granted, by the that way. That is mean- unbelievable. I can't believe <laughs> that shit. This is like no different than having a child and giving it an iPad. Like that's literally just what happened. Like, totally, totally, man. You you armed your fish with your wallet. Is yeah. What what, why would you do this? Armed, armed to the scales with credit cards. Now, yeah, do we why know did all these Amazon boxes show up to my house? What is in here? And, and, and it's all fish is, food. Damn it, damn it, Kyle! You beat me to it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Like aquarium, like old timey yeah. divers, like yeah. all the accessories, the, the, yeah. the treasure sunken chest. treasure that opens up when there's bubbles inside. Yeah. They knew those fish knew uh. what they were doing. Fish are smarter <laughs> than we give them credit for. I think. Oh, that's good. That's good. Anyway, so that was it. That was my quick, uh, not a quick theme catch of the week. Yeah. Um. I fish I fraud. I fish fraud. <laughs> I have uh, a catch of the week that I want to go really quick. Um, we talked about this a while ago um, about the uh, M and M's rebrand that happened <laughs> oh uh, my God, several yes. months ago, and yeah. I thought that that was the last we were going to touch on M and M's getting different clothes. I guess, but <laughs> updating the wardrobes. It came up again because I guess Tucker Carlson just can't get over how sexy this Eminem is. God, he used yeah. to just love, that was his main source of beating it, dude, and now mm-hmm. he's got nothing. Yeah, so it's, it's pretty wild how uh, the Republican Party is like so horned up over uh, and and Eminem's, and, and they don't think that they're horned up, like, but they yeah. are. I think it's whatever. Well, so, did he say at one point that he's like, is that somebody you would want to get a beer with? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's These are f- cartoons here. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> yeah. But also, yes, I would get a beer with all of them. If I yeah. could. Can you imagine? Kyle, you are given. You have to answer in 10 seconds. Do you want to yeah. get a beer with the red m M&M? and I go, yes, absolutely. Yes. I mean, if, yes. if, I, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go yellow because he seems Same. down and chill as fuck. Uh, yeah. the, the red m M&M and seems stressed and I don't need that kind of energy. He's got uh, anger management issues. Honestly, I, now I have a picture of them all lined up. I think I would choose the blue one because if I remember correctly, he's the crunchy one and he's kind of chill. He's He would be mm. one of the flight attendants on Spirit uh, Soul Plane. Like he cool. seems like that D- guy. Disco, yeah. Air Disco. Yeah. Air Disco. Air Disco. Um, okay. I'm, I like that <laughs> the best so far. Air anyway, Disco. so this is, t- they've been c- talking about these fucking M&Ms, I guess, f- since. 
And uh, it got to the point, it got so bad that M&M's <clears throat> had to release a statement, which I have mm-hmm. in front of me. Marshall I'm Mathers read. had to release a statement. Yes. Well, they didn't have to. This is the thing that people are talking about. It's like, man, Eminem, you really caved. You caved to a bunch of sick freaks who want to fuck your candies yeah. like Tucker Carlson. <laughs> so it says, America, let's talk. <laughs> oh, see, even Big Chocolate has to bow to the to the Republican Party every now and again. Well, and it starts like a disappointed parent about to have like the sex talk or like the don't sure. sneak out at night talk with their kids. It's so weird. In the last year, we've made some changes to our beloved spokes candies. We weren't sure if anyone would even notice. Sh- shut the fuck up. Yes, you yeah, did. You, ma- you made a PR announcement. <clears throat> you literally it did it a whole to, to be noticed. Get more people to buy your shit. And we and we definitely didn't think it would break the internet, but now we get it. Even a candy's shoes can be polarizing, which was the last thing M&M's wanted since we're all about bringing people together. This is the part that is uh, whatever. It's so upsetting and, and such a bummer. Therefore, we have decided to take an indefinite pause from the spokes candies in their yeah, place. <clears throat> we are proud to introduce spokesperson uh, America can agree on the beloved Maya Rudolph. And then they just talk compliment Maya Rudolph. God, mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Tom Hanks in my mind. It was going to be Tom Hanks. That would not be a bad choice. Maya Rudolph's a great choice though. Yes, she is. is a great choice. Yes. So um, it, it seems like John, you saw this. I did. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, when I saw, I, first of all, I thought it was a joke. I thought somebody had made that. It, yeah, and <laughs> the graphic design I mean, of the statement looks fake. It looks like a meme. It's yeah. confounding because, <clears throat> first of all, I can't really think of when I personally was swayed uh, one way or the other by a chocolate company's mascot as right. to whether or not to buy the said product because... <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, regardless of who's hawking this stuff, <laughs> it's chocolate. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is, guys, I don't need spokes candies to buy a candy. Like, I buy Reese's all the time. I've never seen Reese once. I don't know. <laughs> Who is Reese? Very I don't, true. I'm you know a I mean? big fan of Reese mm-hmm. uh, and his pieces. <laughs> um, and not only that dude but i i'm not a big fan of the early 1900s yankees but i'll still buy a baby ruth it doesn't fucking matter to me <laughs> it's like god that was a that was a, a long if short, I, a long I short like, walk where but, is he going man. with this holy shit um so that's not not exactly all i wanted to talk about with these m&ms because they put out that statement it's like a graphic right it's not like a text thing it's a graphic Mm -hmm. and it's got a brown background yellow uh border and then all the m&ms lined up at the bottom and it's like yellow sorry we're leaving (laughs) yeah sorry they're gonna go put us down in the back 40 (laughs) now (laughs) the old yellow us yeah so uh this morning though Cruise and Twitter, and I come across somebody had retweeted um, a post from A and W, the A and W Twitter account, and they they had put out a similar, ostensibly parody version of their own controversy around their mascot. It's in the same format. It's the same sort of text image post. It's got brown background, a fucking orange border, and it says America. Let's talk. Oh my god. Since 1963, Rudy the Great Root Bear Root Bear has been our beloved spokes bear. We knew people would notice because he's literally a six foot tall bear wearing an orange sweater. (laughs) But now we get it. Even a mascot's lack of pants can be polarizing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it is true. Therefore, we have decided that Rudy will wear jeans going forward. Not to worry, though, he will remain our official spokesbear. After all, he is unbearably cute and impossibly impossible to replace. We are confident Rudy will continue to champion good food and good times for many years to come. Now in denim, A&W All-American Food. And they've got uh, Rudy, the great root bear uh, in the image. So... 
the uh, way they should now further capitalize on this is actually start selling denim at their locations. Oh my God, Kyle, that's genius. They should they yeah. should really like with the AW logo on full it. Full on lean into this joke that they posted. Do they um, make a killing for <clears throat> the next three months and then they will just have a bunch of back stock. Yeah, so uh, A&W saw this cowardice uh, uh, <laughs> by M&M's Corporation and were like, you idiots, what, are, it, you, yeah. what are you doing? What's the, is the, is it Mars? What's the parent corporation Mars, of Mars, Mars Bar? Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. Mars is the company that owns it. But um, yeah, so I saw that and I thought it was great that uh, other brands are mocking M&M's. <laughs> yeah, well, Amazing. you know what? We're in there now, baby. May as well. So, um. I, I mean, this just in, I, I actually do, I can share a catch of the week. Go for it. Oh, if you'd like. Yeah. And I'm sure this may be very niche because I know neither one of you uh, watch this particular program that I'm about to reference, but <clears throat> you were all familiar with George Santos and his current uh, nonsense. Yes. Right? Yes. The big Ooh. faker. I know what you're going to tie. I know what show you're going to tie in. I have a feeling. Keep going, okay. John. I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot to play with here. There's a lot of material. <laughs> yeah, so good, <laughs> so much. So we are familiar with what has happened with the last week. All of the the tidal wave of new bullshit that has come mm-hmm. out about this man. One of which was that uh, he may be a Brazilian drag queen. Yes, this is Whoa, exactly didn't where I see you that coming. No, okay. mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm actually in tune with this. Fine, I'm I'm actually on like I'm up to date for once, yeah. guys. This is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was photos that surfaced claiming that he was uh, while he lived in Brazil a Brazilian drag queen. I don't have the name uh, up just yet, but but. Basically, everybody kind of ran wild with this, basically saying, like, this is potentially the most interesting thing about this person, if this is true, which, of course, it is. He just continues (laughs) to lie about it. Um, And so with all of the late night talk shows and all of these things that have been happening lately, obviously, everybody's got their own George Santos to play on their particular program. Seth Meyers has one. uh, Jimmy Kimmel has one. Jimmy Fallon has one. All of these people have their own. Uh, and so he took to Twitter, George Santos, and said, I have now been enshrined in late night TV history with all of these impressions, impressionists, but they're all terrible so far. John Lovitz is supposed to be one of the greatest comedians of all time, and that was embarrassing for him, not me. These comedians need to step their game up. So that was the tweet that he put out. What a okay. weird <laughs> John Lovitz is supposed to be... John- I'm sorry, John Lovitz, I don't think is supposed to be one of the greatest comedians of all time. I don't think he ever was. Uh, yeah. But anyways, continue. Um, and what he, George had also said in response to uh, these photos that had surfaced about him was that uh, he was young and was having fun at a festival and that he was not a drag queen. This was just but kind of like a costume just, that he had put on. So he was just cross-dressing. Yeah, he was just having fun at a festival. Sure. Um, okay. Famous drag queen Trixie Mattel responded to this particular tweet and said, maybe the material was bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And so he then responded to her tweet (laughs) with a gif saying, clearly, you know, about weak acting skills and put a whole bunch of arrows down. And it is a very like famous seen in drag race history of Trixie Mattel doing a RuPaul impression on the show. God. And it is bad. It's not great. It no. bombed pretty pretty heavily on the show. Okay. So with this, <laughs> Trixie then responded saying, I'm not an actor. I was young and I had fun at a festival. Fantastic That's fucking nice. response. Woo! That's a very good response. Through all Hot. of this... You have to realize that George Santos, claiming to not be a drag queen, had this gift. Yeah, he had it and locked and loaded. Specific, <laughs> specific reference in the chamber, baby. In the chamber, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I found what his uh, drag name was in oh. an article oh. on CNN. So there's like, a. F- Renita something? Katara Ravash. Katara Ravash, yes. Yeah. Ooh, so that's a an, good name, too. A really shitty newspaper clipping that's apparently from 2008 
that identifies uh, the person <laughs> Rochard says is Santos as Katara Ravash. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rochard is another uh, drag queen. Um, yeah, and cool uh, this. amongst all of this, uh, RuPaul commented saying that she hopes that it is not George Santos because association would drag the community down. Drag right. nice community <laughs> down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this this has been an amazing three catch, one each. Yeah, we very rarely get a triple catch. I, I think ever. Dude, this is, I so um, this is kind of a, a hot good week. Yeah, this is kind of a good segue into my the main topic that I want to talk about because. I was struggling to find stuff and I kept finding there was just so much stuff happening. And luckily now I have a long list of things I want to talk about, but there were so many other small catch it. Like we could have done a whole entire catch of the week episode, just literally talking about the last week. It was crazy this week, Mm -hmm. but in that happening, the main topic changed several times for me while I was doing the research. Um, And I want to talk about something that as this show goes on, I am finding it harder and harder to stay on the internet only. And things obviously escape the internet's containment. We talk about this all the time. So this is something that is kind of a bit of both. Real life internet, it, it started on the internet, but it's it, yeah. it's outside. It's purview. So <clears throat> um all that is just to say that this week we're going to talk about Disney adults. So let's dive in. <laughs> that was the exact response <laughs> I was hoping for from both of you. Yesterday God. when I was editing uh, audio for the episode that's coming out on the January 27th. Mm-hmm. I opened up our Google Drive to download your audio files, and I yeah. saw that Harwin had like four different new documents <laughs> added. Maybe five. Yeah. It was four. It was just four. I quickly scanned the title. There was like a, across the top. One of them said Disney adults, and I was like, God, I hope that's not tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I love dropping I little, no little clues, little breadcrumbs for you guys in the in the shared drive. I have no idea what it is, though. I, I don't. I mean, am I a Disney adult? Can you answer that right now? Do you think you're a Disney adult? I don't know. Is it bad to be a Disney adult? Okay, so that's the that's that's the <laughs> that's the thing about this. This this very much reminded me of when we talked about furries. And uh, I don't want this episode to be us just ragging on Disney adults because it could be very, it is very easy to do that. Mm -hmm. It is a deeper thing. And a lot of it is about like, you know, people's obsessions and how, or their passions or their hobbies. And like a little bit of it is fine, but you fucking start to veer veer down the obsession path and it gets a little harmful. Sure. And <clears throat> it's the same thing with like the furry community or, or any of that stuff, you know, any community you, it's fan. Any, co- it's, it's really like, it's a fan cosplay yeah, yeah, yeah. War, war, like rolled into that also. It's yes, exactly. And we'll, we'll touch on all of that stuff, but I, for people watching or listening, I'm going to try my best to not just make fun of these people, um, and try and do a, a, a bit of a deeper dive into why Disney adults exist. And I'm starting to feel like I'm not a Disney adult. I don't, you no, are, you know, I, I can confirm Kyle that you are not a Disney adult. I like, yeah. I'm an adult who likes Disney movies. Yeah. Same. Yeah, hey, same. same. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's a I, thing I mean, too. I, I'm a card carrying Disney plus member. Yep. 100% <laughs> signed too, up on baby. day one, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So let's just like get into what uh, sort of the definition, right? So a Disney adult that the term is a slang term used disparagingly against adults who are overly obsessed with Disney and its products to the point where they treat it less like a company and more like a lifestyle and identity. Yes. And uh, okay. that's a problem with anything that you're into. I mean, we see it all the time with politics where you let your political beliefs be the determining factor of your personality, your personality. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Why are you worshiping politicians? They're public servants. Don't do that. It's weird. Why are you worshiping the Mickey mouse? It's kind of weird. He's a, 
he's I a cartoon. It. Yeah. It's a Harry um, Potter adults probably also exist. It's well, like, yeah, it's millennials. I mean, that's it's millennials <laughs> going wild, baby. It's, millennials <laughs> get shit for being Disney adults and Harry Potter kids, <laughs> and it's thing. really embarrassing, guys. When we were at a certain age, we had nine eleven happen, and all we wanted to do was disassociate, and so exactly. everybody took their own path. I went to tiki bars, you know. It's uh, we're all young. I, I self-medicated personally, uh, but that's just me. <laughs> I, I cracked open uh, the old Dungeons and Dragons third edition book and World of Warcraft. So, those so are, that's oh, yes. That was another me. parallel I wanted to point because we all have those little things. I mean, I became a fan of Dungeons and Dragons relatively late in life. Um, and it's no different. There's people that fucking have like Dungeons and Dragons is what they choose to yeah. Well, yeah, have identified I, their personality. And I don't I think said, that's I, any healthier, but I sent something to you guys a while ago. There was a guy that has, has yep. a game that has been going on for like 30 years. Yeah. And he's like, and that's my, sick. Every woman yeah. I date has to know that this comes first. And like, all yeah. This stuff and he's like, got a daughter. <laughs> okay. Well, like, hang on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously despite the phrase being coined in the late 2010s, Disney adults have obviously been a growing trend specifically among millennials. Uh, you know, considering the time that we were children in the nineties and two thousands when Disney animation was like fucking exploding, you mean popping yeah. off popping the golden off age. the golden those- age of those thick fucking VHS cassette tape cases mm-hmm. mouse ears, mouse ears, mouse ears mouse ears mouse uh, ears but now we've aged into adulthood and we're still holding on to that 90s nostalgia um but it's kind of shifted into this like form of uh corporate fanaticism which <laughs> oh shit. that's the weirdest part is like and i have a list of all the fucked up shit the disney company has done since its founding and that's like a part of me the socialist part of me where it's like don't worship corporations like none of yeah. them do good stuff. They all do fucked up shit. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the uh, the moniker Disney adult uh, existed. People were aware of Disney adult fans, but they were commonly mocked online, typically being perceived as weird. Uh, the sentiment was somewhat prevalent in the on the Internet during the 2010s, though never under the overarching slang term. So there wasn't really a word for these people um uh, until around 2017 which i found this interesting there was a college humor youtube sketch uh it was like a long-running series called hot date where the mm-hmm. sketch was every episode it was the same two people sitting at a table on a date and it, there was a different uh conceit for each episode and this one just so happened to be that the guy much like the person we just talked about, about telling like a love interest, like D and D comes first. (laughs) It was very much that same thing. And like, he ends up showing he has a Disney uh, tattoo and he's like a full on Disney adult. Okay. So that sketch came out in 2017, the same year, uh, a couple months after that, there was another mention of the term Disney adult was referenced on the Disney tourist blog, but that was more in reference to, Families with Disney adults who are under 21 must pay the adult price for the Disney dining plan. <laughs> oh my God. So it's like inadvertently <laughs> coining it themselves. Yeah. Cool. <clears throat> and then in 2018, uh, there was a blog called Polka Dots and Pixie Dust that published an article titled Things to Do at Walt Disney World for Adults that contains another uh, use of the slang term, although it wasn't in like the negative context either, Mm -hmm. but it also coincided with the phrase in its current usage. Like if you look at Google trends in like 20, I think 2009, there's a, there's a peak or 2010 and then another big peak for Disney adults in like 2018 or so. I will say Um, this from my experience that I have heard this definitely not in a negative connotation. Like there are some very proud self-identifying Disney adults. Yes. And yeah. I don't I don't think that like you can necessarily say that it is a negative connotation. There is just like people who have that as a it's, part of their personality. It so depends on who is what it is. It depends on who is saying it because a lot of the conversation, especially like this was more of a thing. Uh, people were making like YouTube videos and talking about this a lot, like three mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and like on TikTok, 
back then it was everybody was shitting on disney adults that's all people were talking about huh. it, it wasn't people like being loud and proud with it just yet so um disney, i think they've reclaimed it a little bit since then but there's a recent hulu ad uh because if you're like me and watch a hulu tv show and you're plagued by ads you will see the same three fucking ads every episode <laughs> you watch ah, anyways one of them is a disney uh, ad where there's like uh it's like a, i think it's like people in like their like late 30s being like check us out we're fucking disney for life uh mm -hmm. look at us we're wearing mouse ears like it's like basically like a pro yeah we're yeah, disney em adults embrace your disney the disney adult inside so of you my, my wonder my i'm wondering is if this is a response to negative glow from the past years because i don't feel like disney's marketing team would be i don't think they'd have a blind eye to like the negative ire of the uh mm. of this no this but thing. i think i think yeah, it's I since mean, the, the, disney's marketing team is probably resting on piles of money uh at this point, <laughs> sure, so. sure 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 yeah, I, I think since, uh, you know, it, a lot of things have changed uh, around the Disney adult culture in the last couple of years okay, where, okay. you know, people because people these Disney adults would post videos, especially after COVID of them going back to the park because it had been closed for like two years or whatever. And like posting videos of them like crying, seeing the uh, I don't even uh, Magic Mountain. That's a thing at Disney. I've never been to Disneyland. I guess no. I should say that, by the way. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> so, Magic Mountain is a different area or different uh, theme park. Okay, whatever the fuck is at Disney, the big castle that they have or whatever, and them going and seeing it, and like breaking down and crying, and Ma and it's, sure. it's the Magic Kingdom. Harley. Magic Kingdom. Thank you. Okay, I, I, obviously not a Disney adult, <laughs> the New perfect Year's, person to be covering this topic. New I, Year's, if, like, if life could smash cut, I would love to like jump, say. <laughs> six to eight months to a year and a half in the future when we drag harland to uh, a walt disney world yeah and he is just bawling Here's looking what I'm gonna at say. the magic and the majesty yeah that is the happiest place on earth I gotta honestly say, i don't I'm, think I'm, I'd be... I'm gonna go to star wars land i'm i'm fucking i you know it, we're gonna go it's gonna be great I... I don't think gonna, I would be go. able to think about anything other than Disney adults now if I ever went to Disneyland. That's fine, like, dude, God, because guess Disney what, dude? Adult. Yeah, my what I was going to say was New Year's resolution 2024, mm -hmm. the boys do Disney. Wait, do. no, boys wait, we do phrased Disney. that. <laughs> Disney boys yeah. doing each other. Wait, hold on. Disney. Let me let me work this out. Disney no. getting wet does at Splash the boys. Mountain. There getting you go. Getting wet at Splash God, Mountain. Yeah, How something <laughs> dudes do disney dudes thunder do disney. mountain we're gonna we're gonna okay dudes okay let's do that dudes do disney <laughs> there was a d right there the entire time <laughs> you're telling me wait hold on sorry i'm getting off track here mm -hmm. so here's the thing i right. I, I actually would love if we could do a, a live episode from disney when we're walking around with microphones and just doing no, our podcast our podcast live <laughs> Logistically, I'm going to kibosh that right now. <laughs> I honestly don't think that they let cameras in. I think there was that movie that came out a while ago that was shot in like black and yeah, white. Yeah, that movie was secretly. crazy. Oh, my God. The movie was insane. I feel insane. like we're getting off track. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, we're way off track now. Um, <laughs> so I obviously, when I do these, I like to go to Urban Dictionary and see what uh, how the, the, the voice of the people <laughs> defines these things. So mm -hmm. the first one says... Adults that are ironically obsessed with Disney, like grow up. Urban Dictionary <laughs> loves to be a little shit. And I love yeah. it. It's so snarky. Um, and I don't know if this is necessarily right because I, some of them are unironically obsessed with Disney. Um, so I don't know that maybe they meant unironically. Uh, the other one <clears throat> says... A millennial adult with or without kids that can't stop talking about Disney, including the movies and the parks. Even if they do have kids, they're still way more obsessed with it than their kids ever would be. They probably engage in casual Disney bounding, which we will talk about, and visit the theme parks at least once a year. They are obsessed with everything Disney and probably have Mickey Mouse bumper sticker and or tattoo. Mm -hmm. One of the most terrifyingly intense people you'll ever encounter. <laughs> Man, I... I <laughs> And you know what? And I've, I'm a I'm a regular frequenter of the parks, and uh, let me tell you, like you can spot them. 
this is real. No, I, yeah. I've ne- I've never considered this to be like something that you could name, but mm-hmm. yeah, I- I've seen it. Yeah. I've witnessed it. Well, and as I was trying to, there was something about the Disney adult mentality because, like, it's it like you said, Kyle. It's very apparent. Like, if you're a Disney adult, we kind of know you're a Disney adult, yeah. and it's it. I had the realization that there is a probably large Venn diagram of Disney adults and theater kids. Mm-hmm. And they get the same sort of derision from the internet. Uh, and and so I was just, that's fascinating because it is very much a theater kid feeling thing. It's like very over the top. It's like, look at me. Um, and it it has this loud sort of almost grating quality about those cultures that is just not for me personally. Um, and I just thought that was an interesting overlap. I think um, there, there's a little nugget in there that we need to just briefly touch on because sure. the, the ironically obsessed with Disney, I think, uh, is at this point outdated for an urban dictionary definition because, yes. <laughs> um, I remember maybe 10 years ago when that gray pullover, uh, sweatshirt at Urban Outfitters that just had Mickey Mouse on it oh, was yeah. probably the hottest selling item I had ever fucking seen. Mm-hmm. And every other person who is a hip kid in college was wearing that, mm-hmm. ironically, because that was the the absolute pinnacle of ironic clothing. And, well, and <clears throat> I feel like some of those people bought it for that reason, and some of them maybe hmm. were just like, uh, I'm down with this fucking I mouse, fucking dude. I fucking love this goddamn mouse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll absolutely. die for this mouse. I'll die for this mouse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was also during a time where, like, old stuff and, like, old designs were, like, kind of cool again. Mm-hmm. Like, going back to the retro nostalgia. Like, wearing like, a Game Boy up, around like, your neck. Yeah, we had done, we had just come out of the era of like, do you guys remember all of the Looney Tunes uh, sportswear shit where they were all Mm -hmm. dressed in like jerseys and stuff that we had just come out of that. And I think people were like, well, these, these cartoons are pretty cool, but like, I like the OG ones a little better than these (laughs) ones that are pandering to me in fucking (laughs) Scotty Pippen's uniform. Um, That's the, it's called the space jam effect. Yes. It's the space jam effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's that's what that's called. So, uh, as the slang term solidified and was uh, used more commonly in the early 2020s, Disney adults began to spread a notoriety with increased media attention on viral shenanigans that took place within the Disney theme parks, particularly those those about adults some perceived as acting out or being childlike, which it's like the stunted, uh, like... Uh, development I think is what a lot of people sort of just push on Disney adults too is like oh they've got Peter Pan syndrome which I'm sure is true to some extent but like just to label is like oh you stop being a child you're 34 it's like 34 mm-hmm. is the new 24 let's be real guys <laughs> yeah, so so true <clears throat> um around this time there were a bunch of TikTok videos like I mentioned that uh were being created by these Disney adults um however what i the main okay so this is where i have an issue with disney adults sometimes is they are this this is where this is this is where because they are they disrespect other people's boundaries in their pursuits (laughs) as disney adults all right by basically forcing the uh employees at these disney parks to break character Mm. by doing Yes. Interesting. So I have spell the magic. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So I found a couple of articles uh, and I had seen videos of this happening, but uh, I have a couple examples. So there was one instance where Walt Disney employees reported being inappropriately touched by tourists. Uh, In one instance, a cast member, which is what they call their employees at Disneyland, had to be taken to the hospital with neck injuries. Oh, my God. Um, while others had just been like straight up groped. Um, so neck injuries happen. So, okay. (laughs) So I I looked through the article cause that was like the headline. I was like, how the fuck do you do that? Did he like fucking like like, horse (laughs) collar him? (laughs) Yeah. I'm gonna uh, (laughs) off the top rope. (laughs) No, so come on, Goofy. 
so, yeah, fucking backbreaker. So, one of the cast members, the costume they were wearing was like a big giant head. Uh-huh. And somebody kept patting them on the head, like petting them. And oh the the weight has to be like centered because those things are heavy. And so from repeatedly hitting them on the head, it like fucked their neck up. Oh my God. In the costume. And they had to go to the hospital. Um, so Disney obviously released a statement encouraging employees to come forward with uncomfortable situations. When they did this, it was like a public statement. And apparently tourists and their families were reportedly confused about the, the park's no touching rule for costume characters. Uh, and it's Wait, like, what do you mean? Wh- I can't grab Mickey's balls. <laughs> what do you mean? That's why I paid for admission. Hang on. I just, I was a friendly pull up the skirt of Belle's dress. What do you mean? Oh my I'm God. playing around. Um, yeah. so Fuck in another dude. instance, which, uh, this is the one that I saw the video of. Um, uh, the cast members take photos, right? You can like go up to them and have your photo taken with, you know, fucking goofy and Mickey and shit, Mm -hmm. but there's strict guidelines of how you can do that as a tourist. And one woman did this with Gaston and she started like feeling him up. And that's not a costume where there's like a mask. It was like, this is the guy, you know, the guy. Like he, it's, there's no anonymity. And so she started like feeling up his breath, like his, uh, pecs and maybe you like started to like touch his butt or something. I can't, I saw the video a long time ago and in the video, he turns to her and goes, no, you're done. Like, and kicks her the fuck out. So dude, listen to me, young maid, you are gone. (laughs) If I would want you, you would be mine, but I do not. You are gone. Yeah, so that video got 11 million views, uh, and Good I remember Lord. going around like maybe a year ago or something. So this is what Disney adults do sometimes. It's fucking. It's in some cases just straight up sexual harassment. <laughs> like, yeah, don't don't do this or assault. Um, I think people don't understand that there's a, a human existing well, in those things, and it's like this is not your playground at a certain. Yeah. Point. Yeah. They, they, the, the lines become blurred when people view Disneyland and, and the, (laughs) the fantasy realm that they've cultivated Mm -hmm. as being that and only that and not also business. Like they're kind of blind to that fact. And I think a lot of the problems with Disney adults or it's not always Disney adults. I don't want to put a blanket statement like that, but people doing this and it happens at all types of other places. People are entitled. That's really mm-hmm. what it comes down to. Um, I have a couple other examples of weird shit Disney adults do. One was a guy, <laughs> self-proclaimed Disney adult, going around uh, drinking oh. water from all of the different fountains in Disneyland and then rating them. Okay. Uh, which mean? one tastes oh, better? Rating. I thought you said rating. like R-A-I-D. No, not rating them. No, like I'm like, how you raid a fucking water? What are you doing to the water? No, this is it's not like a Twitch raid. No, it's not like that. It's he's drinking the water from all the different fountains, and he got banned from Disney for doing this. But he posted like his whole video. Okay, like that's the bottom of the barrel. What we're doing now, apparently, to get views as a Disney adult. Holy shit! Is drinking public water fountains. Um, another Yikes. woman, there was a viral video of her crying after hugging Goofy, which sparked debate about whether the behavior was acceptable or not. Although many of the top replies were defending her. Uh, that's, you know, fine. And I already mentioned people crying after the park opened. Uh, but people also get married at Disneyland. And mm-hmm. I saw a video again or a while engaged. ago. Uh, engaged. Or, or engaged. One. Yeah, yeah, not married. Uh, but they broke into a part of the park where, like, you're not supposed to go. And then one of the park people, the cast members, excuse me, park people, <laughs> to, <laughs> like a, these crazy park dirty people. Party. <laughs> but one of the cast members, <laughs> they set up their phone to record it, uh-huh. broke into a section they weren't supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. A, a cast member went up to them and was like, you can't do be here. You have to leave. And then the people getting engaged got mad at him for doing his job. And it's all on video. And mm. they still posted it. It's crazy. They thought they were correct. Yes. 
Um, An entitlement I, again. So I will say I, I looked up uh, Gaston groped at Disney, and there's mm-hmm. like immediately a million. I've seen. I, I've now seen it. Yeah. Uh, but I love that the the articles devolve and the YouTube video titles devolve from like. <laughs> Gaston says, uh, Madam, this is a meet and greet, not a meet and grope. All the way down to woman gets rejected by Gaston at Disney World. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> it goes all the way down. Oh, man. To get rejected by Gaston. That's, I know. That must have That's been a rough. blow. That's, That's tough. Rough. That's tough. So I mentioned Disney bounding earlier, and I just want to quickly. Do you, either of you know what Disney bounding is? Is that sounds like so. some sort of weird S&M? No, but I can like, see how you would make that mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's no, Dis- that's Disney binding. Sure, sure, Disney- oh, excuse me. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah it's totally different. It's b- binding Disney contracts. Got it. Mm-hmm. Keep going, Arwind. So Disney, so Disney, you can't obviously just put on a fucking you know, uh, Mike Wazowski costume and walk into the park because that would be confusing and break the illusion for other patrons. Sure. They don't allow that. Um, so what people do instead is they find rough facsimiles of normal ca- uh, civilian clothing, I guess I can call it, that, repre- <laughs> that represents the theme or colorways uh, or attire that their favorite character would be wearing. Sure. So <clears throat> as a direct reference to their character, they're wearing these yeah. colors, these patterns, etc. Yeah, exactly. Rather than being like, because again, it's like you don't want to conf- like the park doesn't want the specifically children to get confused and be like, oh, there's Sully from Monsters, Inc. in yeah. a full on fucking fur right. suit. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I've read I've read <clears throat> stuff about the Disney operations team where there's like people. There's like four dudes in Mickey or people in the Mickey outfit throughout the park, and they're like Mickey ones in sector three, moving north uh, west <laughs> yeah, yeah. at three knots. Like try, like trying to keep like they, Distance, they can't yeah. have two at one time, and you know, was zone. Like they're very intentional about that, but trying to spread that Mickey love without yeah. breaking the immersion. So. It honestly yeah. feels like a military operation that they have to do. It's one, awesome to watch live. Let me tell you. One thing that I like just thought about because I remember hearing about that with the star wars land they didn't want anybody dressing up in like any sort of cosplay kind of thing and i was thinking like that has to be a literal nightmare to try and keep track of things like when like probably 80 percent of your job is to make sure someone doesn't get kidnapped at your facility like yeah people don't get that kind of implication of like, oh, I'm going to a thing. This is, should be fun. I should be having all the fun. It's like everyone who's there is like, I'm trying. It's like you threw a house party yeah. and you had a whole bunch of drunk adults come over and you're like, <laughs> please don't sit on anything or break anything. Like this is, I, I'm just renting this place. <laughs> like, it's, I don't think people understand that. That's like you, no. their entire objective is like other people's safety. You don't know? get hurt. Don't get abducted. Don't get taken. We yeah. don't have yeah. one like, Liam Neeson. I'm, I'm coming here to just drink beer and take crazy shits and eat yeah. all your food. I want to yeah. puke on the Dumbo ride. Okay, that's what I want to do. That's why it's I'm my here. My God-given right as an American. <laughs> I want to eat shitty chicken tenders, eat over, drink overpriced beer, and puke on the goddamn Dumbo ride. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a lot of this obviously is you know people kind of having the blinders on and not thinking about, not being empathetic really at the end of the day about the situations around <laughs> them, yeah. and. This is kind of part of what a lot of like the analysis of like the Disney adult mentality is that it feels kind of like a cult. It feels like this weird religious fanaticism because they are extremely passionate and dedicated to the Disney brand and its associated lifestyle, right? They prioritize visiting Disney uh, over buying and buying like merchandise over other aspects of their lives, which that is the crazy part where you are forfeiting other like needs like uh, paying your bills or paying your rent or buying groceries so you can go to disney like that's yeah. the part that feels really bizarre and Give also your money to this corporation lord to this yes. mouse this yes. corpo nightmare lord the mouse man well so like i typed out a thing as i was thinking about this like religious corporate 
like obsession and i wrote it's a little dystopian and bizarre to have such an intense love for a corporation and it feels more like something you'd see in a dark seedy cyberpunk setting where people are worshiping a company like wayland yutani um <laughs> but this behavior toward the bright colorful child-centric corporation of disney feels out of place making that juxtaposition somehow more dystopian like it makes sense if you mm -hmm. look at like the Blade Runner world and like there would probably be like weirdo corpo fascists yeah. that are like, yes, I'm I buy all of the corpo things and it's dark and gritty. And that makes I sense. I only buy John Deere. But but a company that is doing this with like fucking the House of Mouse, it's all primary colors. It just is so weird. I mean, um, South Park has me. touched on this too with like Mickey Mouse as like a Godfather type fucking mob yeah. boss character. Like, yeah, yeah. The the I think it's that juxtaposition of the like optics versus the fanaticism. You mm -hmm. fuck um, with the mouse, you get your knees broken, dude. That's how it goes. Uh, also, I mentioned this before, not to mention all the other fucked up shit Disney has done. They've killed many animals in mm -hmm. their mm -hmm. fucking parks. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the original highly racist cartoons of like steamboat Willie and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, and mm -hmm. it continues to this day. Um, uh, Disney, the brand is often associated with nostalgia, fantasy and escapism, which can be seen as a form of religion of religious or spiritual experience. The factors can lead some people to view Disney fans as being overly devoted or even fanatical in their love for the brand. And again, while those things are fine, and have benefits to a certain group of people, too much of it can become an unhealthy obsession. Like I said earlier, where you forfeit your own well-being in order to sort of get a peek at Gaston's ass, I guess. <laughs> it's just like... Well, it's a juicy peek. Aston. Nice. Aston. Nice. Yeah. Um, and this is the thing, too, that I was thinking about is that Disney, at this point, can't really separate itself from being perceived as something that's for children only. So if you are a fan of it, as a Disney adult... Everybody that sees that is going to be like, oh, Disney is a Dis is a child's brand. Therefore, anyone that likes Disney is being is acting like a child or not acting their age, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which I think is where a lot of the backlash from Di for Disney adults comes from, um, you know, and on top of the fact that now they own 20th Century Fox. National Geographic, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Amy, ABC and NBC. Yeah, like mm -hmm. those are now it's like muddying the waters of what is disney anymore like i don't know yeah i mean those lines have been they so blurred like it's, marvel too it's like yeah. yeah it is a massive conglomerate and i think like those things i mean the, i think i feel like this moniker really applies to like the classic animated cartoons that that's like mm -hmm. kind of how i've always interpreted it sure um like the people that need to watch uh, the Jungle Book at least three times a year, uh, <laughs> yeah, like that, at least that sort of, that sort of thing. Um, but I don't know. One of the things that like I encountered in real life that I'm about to send to you, oh. um, I have no idea. I'm going to preface this if this is associated with uh, a Disney <laughs> adult, but it is in Disney font and it is a bumper sticker. If one of you wants to read it, uh, that uh. I saw in real life. What? I, just I will this read from it. Amazon. It is in the magical, whimsical Disney font, which is probably probably produced out of license. Mm -hmm. uh, some. Uh, it says it's on the back of an a neon <laughs> a orange Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother! And it and, and it says powered by bitch dust. Mm. Uh, and I... actually, when Harlan mentioned Disney adults and started describing it. This is the exact John. This is the exact image I had in my mind. This of is where also it's the like, exact energy that I feel like, like is what is the negative aggressive. things. Like a high quality <laughs> vinyl Tinkerbell on the back of an Escalade. Like like yes. Stay back five feet. Like that whole fucking thing. Uh, don't tailgate me, bro. Like yeah. it's, it's, the it's thing like is, is that these people have money. Yeah, they're like, rich. Yeah, it, it and, is people and white, who can typically. afford. <laughs> yeah, people who can afford to go to Disneyland, which let me tell you, is a fucking luxury. Yeah, it costs money. It costs money. Yeah, I, I, I think the bitch dust <laughs> category of Disney adult is maybe a little uh, outside the purview of the classic Disney adult definition because 
Disney adults are extremely sincere and like live the Disney lifestyle outside of being at Disney. Like I don't think a real Disney adult that goes to Disneyland all the time would use the word bitch dust, let alone I, have it plastered God, on their Jeep I, Wrangler. I, I disagree. <laughs> I, I also okay. disagree. This I completely is the, disagree. This is the someone who being like, oh, like, uh, you know, I'm powered by fairy dust. It's like, no, I'm a tiger mom. And I'm power oh, power bitch dust. Bitch dust. Yeah, exactly. maybe those are like the slightly older Disney adults. Then, because all telling the Disney you. adults I've seen in the research for this are very—they seem very sweet and innocent and sincere, and like literally don't look like they cuss. Harlan, like, when, when and they we, use the word cuss. When we yeah. uh, when we when we eventually go to Disneyland, you're gonna see what I'm talking about. Yeah, oh, I, 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 I know exactly I, what I you're talking about. I also, sure. so this is this is also just dawning on me a little bit now because Harland, <laughs> uh, you am are I way a, out of my depth? No, 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 Kyle, you're next in line, and I'm the most <laughs> Southern California boy. That's of true. This that is group. true. That is and true. Let me tell you, the closer that you get to Disney World, the house the of Mouse, you encounter more of these types of people and this type of energy. Yeah, like this. I'm. I. I'm not gonna say for certain, but I'm almost positive I saw this bumper tick bumper sticker in Calabasas. So like that's what, like that's what I'm talking about. The person who got out of the car had a wily e. coyote tramp stamp too. And they kind of go hand in hand. <laughs> Jesus. The Looney God. Tunes fandom is the same thing as the uh right. yeah. the I, I, obviously there is a spectrum of Disney adult. Um yes. Uh <laughs> You were not anticipating John and I to fucking yeah, bring you this. You didn't know that we came right with now. the fucking receipts right no, here. Honestly, honestly if I had a feeling because I know there's also overlap with like tattoo people and Disney adult stuff because one an old coworker of mine her sister uh is or well my old coworker is in the tattoo uh, scene and she's like head to toe covered and her sister goes Disney bounding and shit and there is some like crossover within those like scenes which is also like bizarre but it also makes sense it's so weird that it makes sense but it's also confusing immortalize this the cartoon is, is on your flesh <laughs> all of it all of it is essentially a counterculture of yeah. some form like yeah exactly you know, mm. the rockabilly kids are probably some Disney kids like 100%. It's just like it all of it has overlap. And for people like, and I mean, this goes to your original point. Like, we can't be fucking mad at anybody who likes shit. Like, just yeah. don't make it other people's problems. Like, don't that's grope really, people and don't grope kids in costumes. Yeah. If your good time is ruining someone else's good time, <laughs> fucking reevaluate. Like, yeah, it's it's not a good yeah, time yeah. anymore. John, exactly that though. That's so on point. So, um, yeah, the other point that I I was gonna I was making about the uh, sort of muddying the waters of what Disney owns now is that because like and I see it all the time when like a new Marvel property or like when Deadpool two or three was announced, mm -hmm. I saw a lot of people being like, "Oh, Disney's gonna ruin it. It's not gonna be R rated because Disney owns it now." And it's like that I think plays into some of the like, what is Disney anymore? Like, can they do R rated stuff? Like, is it gonna be more adult oriented or? How does this, mm. how is that going to affect all the other properties? So, I, I mean, I, if you scroll through Disney Plus, there's some stuff that is not for kids on there. Just yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, at this point, it is a company. It is not like the Disney of right. our childhood. But, but the, no. the mindset of the Disney adult has to evolve and can't cling to the core anymore because Disney itself is like, trying to so evolve yeah yeah uh, and the disney adults are holding down the line of this like classic idea of what it be we're, we're very, very close so. to like make disney great again this is what's happening again <laughs> oh no yeah. i'm totally happy with where it is currently i didn't mean to say that we were proclaiming that i was saying like i can see that being a thing in like 10 yeah, a years hashtag yeah, in yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. months <laughs> no yeah harlan harlan and i were having a conversation about how much i fucking love Andor right now and like <laughs> cool it's, it's probably it, the most adult thing on disney that disney sure. owns right like, now i'm i'm legitimately surprised that it hasn't been nominated for some sort of awards like it is yeah. phenomenal um but i think you know like you're getting to a point where everything is kind of 
moving under an umbrella and frankly like i've been traumatized by some fucking pixar movies my man so like i don't know like i'm sorry when i was like eight or seven or whatever and watch bambi yeah disney you've you ruined me yeah that's from true. day one basically like they kind of always were edgy maybe disney adults <laughs> have all just kind of trauma bonded you know like honestly that is a gone good through point. some shit we really have dude yeah fuck okay <laughs> A big, a big millennial band-aid with Mickey Mouse's visage upon it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't think by the end of this episode I was going to have like, a, a real fuck. life-changing realization. Are of we like, all Disney adults? We're all Disney adults. Yeah, oh fuck! <laughs> um, so I have just a couple. I know we're about to run long, but I have a couple other things really quickly. Um, I have a bullet point in here where I want to say it because of the sort of reaction from certain people who participate in similar Disney adult type things, but don't realize it because mm-hmm. all, all this is what we're talking about is basically cosplaying. It's a specific type mm-hmm. of cosplaying, right? Yeah. And you see it all the time in other hobbies and interests when like meatheads put on their favorite sports guys Jersey and paint their face and scream at their TV when the team doesn't win. Yeah. And ironically, those are probably the same people who are the most harsh on Disney adults for doing basically the same thing that they're mm-hmm. doing yeah, they're and team, they're team mouse dude. And yeah. And nobody wins and no one's right in that situation. Like let people like what they like. If they start to hurt other people, then maybe sit them down and have a conversation about touching Gaston, Gaston's Aston or yes. arrest them or, or just Either arrest way, them. <laughs> just nip it in the bud. Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, uh, this is the very last thing. This is the part where uh, I'm like, what, why? Stop. (laughs) There is a thing. This? Disney Disney Resort has something called Golden Oak Resorts. It is located within the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. It is an quote-unquote upscale residential community that people actually want to live in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the homes Uh, are built by Disney, designed Mm -hmm. by Imagineers, and they range from two to ten million dollars. I've completely heard about this. Would you want to live in an amusement park? I feel like the magic would wear off pretty quick if every time you went out on your balcony you saw Disney's ass. I think therapy is cheaper. But um, <laughs> it's way cheaper than two million dollars. You're right, Harley, Kyle. Harley, people want to live in the Truman Show. People want to live in a, a non-reality That's, reality. Yeah, That's what yeah, it yeah, is. yeah. It's an escapism thing. Yeah, it's, it's totally it's bizarre. escapism and delusion, and like that's really what it is. Yeah, they uh, need a therapist. But like, so, damn, dude, that is so expensive to yeah. therapy. Yeah, so the there's a YouTube channel where someone goes around who's moving into the neighborhood and they vlog the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Every single house has gold plaques that say the family's name on them, oh, and Lord. they're custom made when the family moves in. Those are 1950s. Um, well, it feels like a cult. Um, the houses yeah. themselves aren't even really that nice. They're kind of like McMansion-y looking. Uh, they don't really have any personality outside of the kitschy sort of Disney theme stuff. Like there's a Mickey fountain inside outside. And all of the Mickey details, uh, there's in the railings and in the chandeliers, there's shit that has like the fireworks, the Disney fireworks plastered all over it. There's a Mickey Mouse bidet in the bathroom, (gasps) which, okay, well, I'm imagining it's it's Mickey's head cast in porcelain, (laughs) (laughs) shooting water up your ass. (laughs) That's his mouth. Uh, The elevator has a Beauty and the Beast stained glass on it. Um, everything nah, is that's white. fucking classy, huh? It's it's white walls, white floor, white ceilings. Everything's fucking white. Um, it seems like it's a kind of a fucking bit. Like when you look at the video, it's like, are you? Is there sarcasm in your tone? I can't tell what's happening. <laughs> um, the person who I'm the, seeing the person I'm seeing images of uh, a potential amazing limited series or maybe eight season long uh, <clears throat> sitcom kind of thing takes here. place in the fucking golden oak resort eight yes. seasons eight seasons yes because we have to track hold on i'll get to that so what, what, what we have that's, that's is, an offline conversation hang on 
Shark Tank can't be pitching whole entire <laughs> seasons of TV shows. That's Fine. insane. Let me start with the pilot then. It's a fucking white picket nuclear family kind of yes, bullshit. Yes, of course. Except one of the kids is a goth kid and he's it's living in one of these houses. It's played by Aubrey Plaza. Oh, sure, sure. Yep. It's played by... Yep. I, I was thinking like uh, Paul Dano, but like younger with like black hair and like Liberty uh-huh. Spikes and stuff. Yeah, his like, character from Little Miss Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, but with Liberty Spikes. Liberty Spikes are important here okay, and I'm like so sorry. and i need Intrigal. i need like this like super punk rock rebellion thing happening within this gold-plated community uh and then i want them to uncover some massive conspiracy for the corporation that owns this uh suburban nightmare and uh, uh they bring it down by the end of season they never eight, stop maybe killing all those birds <laughs> Um, so yeah, so in the video, the person, uh, that's talking about their new house that we're about to move into says, quote, if you ever have a big, big goal that you want to achieve, go freaking check it out. Like go look at it in person. Like mm-hmm. if you want to move to Hawaii, go visit Hawaii. Go it'll freaking make the check dream, it out. It'll make the dream that much more real. And it's like. How that's, fucking tone deaf can you possibly yeah, that is be? Not how that works. <laughs> yeah, just like I want to live here. Okay, uh, I'll you still buy need it. I guess all the money to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's just like stop. Just like calm down. Uh, and any, I'm, and I'm not talking about Disney adults specifically anymore. Just, just people. everybody. People need to calm down about yeah. the stuff that they're really into. Like half the time, no one else is going to be into that stuff. I've Much shared like this podcast. Yeah. yeah. We need to I've, shut the fuck up. I've shared I, favorite records of mine with my best friends <laughs> and fucking crickets back. Yeah. That's kind of how the rest of the world views your particular niche hobby or interest. John, John said it best though. 100%. Do it. You're do. Can you say fucking, it again? <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say it exactly <laughs> as John said it Do it. Go for it. Do the thing that you love to do so much until the point. Basically, if you're mm-hmm. doing the thing and you're okay. fine, then you're fine. But if yep. you're hurting people, then stop or the cops. Right. Basically is what John said. Uh-huh. Okay. I was really hoping you would keep going so I could cut that all together as like fading heads. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. That, I, can, I can keep going. I can keep going, dude. I've got I'll, more. I'll have, you, I'll have you do it at the end. We can I probably have, cut this all out of a fucking episode. I have yet. more gas. In the, is it that bad? Holy shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Me explaining what the YouTube video is going to look like is not good listening. No, I love the behind the scenes shit. This is what yeah. the Patreon people pay for. <laughs> yeah, totally. So... <laughs> That's Disney adults. Um, don't shame them. Don't be mean to them. Uh, the, but like, I, I don't know, man. There's Just, a yep, lot. Yep. There was a lot. I was having a lot of thoughts and feelings about this uh, particular topic that, uh, you know, the Internet kind of uses in a disparaging way. Um, I'm glad that Disney adults are sort of reclaiming it uh, for themselves, it seems. Um, that's great. But yeah. Yeah. Any last thoughts? Um, no, I'm glad. I'm glad that we all went on this journey together. Yeah, yeah. The the varying levels of California really mm-hmm. came through in this episode. I <laughs> can't wait. Like, that that dawned on me. I was like, holy shit! It really is like a <laughs> radius thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the closer you are, the more likely you'll be infected like a by tractor beam. Just interactions, like, like people overlapping. Like I did my, yeah. the, the, I think the last oh, time man. that I was actually at Disneyland was for my senior tri- like no trip, like trip in high school. We have to go. We time. have to do it. We have to do it. It's actually really fun. We'll have a good time. I've we'll been wanting time. to go to Star Wars Land for fucking years yeah, now. We have to do it. We have right. to do it. Great. That's the end of this episode. We're going to I'll, Star Wars. I'll, We're yeah, gonna become I'll Disney ha- adults. Let's do it. I'll have to put on a, a smiling face and participate. You'll Fuck you. You're going to have a great time. It. You're going to love it. Wish me good <laughs> luck out there, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Not a cult. 